The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open, th open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 145, page 520. I will magnify thee, O God my King, and I will praise thy name forever and ever. Every day will I give thanks unto thee, and praise thy name for ever and ever. Great is the Lord, and marvelous worthy to be praised. There is no end of his greatness. One generation shall praise the works unto another, and declare thy power. As for me, I will be talking of thy worship, thy glory, thy praise, and wondrous works. So that men shall speak of the might of thy marvelous acts. And I, and I will also tell of thy greatness. The memorial of thine abundant kindness shall be showed, and men shall sing of thy righteousness. The Lord is gracious and merciful, long-suffering, and of great goodness. The Lord is loving unto every man, and his mercy is over all his works. All thy works praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints give thanks unto thee. They show the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power. That thy power, thy glory, and mightiness of thy kingdom might be known unto men. Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and thy dominion endureth throughout all ages. The Lord upholdeth all that's such as fall, and lifteth up all those that are down. The eyes of all wait upon thee, O Lord and thou givest them their meat in due season. Thou openest thy hand, and fillest all things living with plenteousness. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, and holy in all his works. 
The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him, yea, all such as call upon him faithfully. He will fulfill the desire of them that fear him. He also will hear their cry and will help them. The Lord preserveth all them that love him, but scattereth abroad all the ungodly. My mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord, and let all flesh give thanks unto his holy name forever and ever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 31st verse of the second chapter of the apocryphal first book of Maccabees. Now when it was told the king's servants, and the host that was at Jerusalem in the city of David, that certain men who had broken the king's commandment were gone down into the secret places in the wilderness, they pursued after them a great number, and having overtaken them, they camped against them and made war against them on the Sabbath day. And they said unto them, Let that which ye have done hitherto suffice. Come forth and do according to the commandment of the king, and ye shall live. But they said, We will not come forth, neither will we do the king's commandment, to profane the Sabbath day. So then they gave them the battle with all speed. Howbeit they answered them not, neither cast they a stone at them, nor stopped the places where they lay hid, but said, Let us all die, all in our innocency. Heaven and earth will testify for us that ye put us to death wrongfully. So they rose up against them in battle on the Sabbath, and they slew them with their wives and children and their cattle to the number of a thousand people. Now when Mattathias and his friends understood hereof, they mourned for them right sore. And one of them said to another, If we all do as our brethren have done, and fight not for our lives and laws against the heathen, they will now quickly root us out of the earth. At that time, therefore, they decreed, saying, Whosoever shall come to make battle with us on the Sabbath day, we will fight against him. Neither will we die all, as our brethren that were murdered in the secret places. Then came there unto him a company of Assyrians, who were mighty men of Israel, even all such as were voluntarily devoted unto the law. Also all they that fled for persecution joined themselves unto them, and were a stay unto them. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham, and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 17th chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. 
Now when they had passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a synagogue of the Jews. Then Paul, as his custom was, went into them, and for three Sabbaths reasoned with them from the scriptures, explaining and demonstrating that the Christ had to suffer and rise again from the dead, and saying, This Jesus whom I preach to you is the Christ. And some of them were persuaded, and a great multitude of the devout Greeks, and not a few of the leading women, joined Paul and Silas. But the Jews who were not persuaded, becoming envious, took some of the evil men from the marketplace, and gathering a mob, set all the city in an uproar, and attacked the house of Jason, and sought to bring them out to the people. But when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some brethren to the rulers of the city, crying out, These who have turned the world upside down have come here too. Jason has harbored them, and these are all acting contrary to the decrees of Caesar, saying there is another king, Jesus. And they troubled the crowd and the rulers of the city when they heard these things. So when they had taken security from Jason and the rest, they let them go. Then the brethren immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea. When they arrived, they went into the synagogue of the Jews. These were more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. Therefore, many of them believed, and also not a few of the Greeks, prominent women as well as men. But when the Jews from Thessalonica learned that the word of God was preached by Paul at Berea, they came there also and stirred up the crowds. Then immediately the brethren sent Paul away to go to the sea, but both Silas and Timothy remained there. So those who conducted Paul brought him to Athens, and receiving a command for Silas and Timothy to come to him with all speed, they departed. Here ended the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. 
for it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, the protector of all that trust in thee, without whom nothing is strong, nothing is holy, increase and multiply upon us thy mercy, that thou being our ruler and guide, we may so pass through things temporal, that we finally lose not the things eternal. Grant this, O Heavenly Father, for the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, all. We begin our lesson tonight in Psalm 145, which is um, kind of of the subgenres of the Psalms, of which there are several types. Um, this is the only one of its kind. It's called a uh, of David, a song of praise, um, and it's a, um, a hymn about kingship, ultimately, and of God's universal kingship over the whole universe, over the whole cosmos, and um, how that creation responds to him, and how there is this uh, call and response between these things, and how the earth sort of patiently awaits the provision of God um, in the midst of, uh, of all the sort of comings and goings of the different orders of creation. Um, but that there's an attentive waiting that happens um, and, uh, and that the earth demonstrates toward God who then provides for it in, in his due season. And, and, um, and so uh, the fluctuations of the cosmos that are observed are really um, things through which one can observe the orderliness of God um, and ultimately of his um, providential care for, for all things. And so with that in mind, um, it's helpful to kind of see that as the the background of of exalting the, uh, the the background of exalting God as King over all, and attending to the 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 kingdom of God as um, that which should that which ought to matter most to us. Um, and so that throws into relief the conflict at and the sort of the difficult theological um, you know sort of reasoning that's happening in the first Maccabees lesson tonight where Mattathias and his sons who have refused to offer sacrifice um, in, uh, according to the command of um, the Seleucid king Antiochus um, and to desecrate and to add desecration to Jerusalem, uh, they have um, fled into the wilderness and, um, and those who have aided and abetted them are, are being um, tormented by the Seleucid army um, who is on the trail of them all. Um, and and the the people who have aided and abetted Mattathias and his sons are called to um, swear fealty and to pledge their allegiance to the to the to the king um, to this um, foreign king by offering sacrifice and uh, and defame and sort of profaning the Sabbath day, which is in contrary to the you know to the to the commandment to the fourth commandment. Uh, and so, as uh, as they as they refuse to do this, they engage in what is a real sort of response that is cultivated through the whole Old Testament, which is to suffer patiently under injustice in the hopes that God 
in the, in the, in the confident hope that God will vindicate them in due time. Um, and they, they, they follow through on this conviction all the way to the ultimate sacrifice. They are killed um, by the Seleucid army who realize that they refuse to work on the Sabbath and, uh, and to, in order to keep it holy. Um, and so, you know, send in an army after them and who, uh, to people who put up no fight. Um, and because they refuse to, to, you know, work on the Sabbath, to labor on the Sabbath, even in their own self-defense. And so you have a, a, a sort of a, a theological meditation that erupts in the wake of this with Mattathias and his sons that suggests, you know, a, a kind of, one might call it a progression or an evolution or at least a compromise, um, a way of, of, of adjudicating between the crisis that is uh, befalling the land and the, and the people of God um, and, you know, and sort of have, figuring out what obedience to God as king overall um, uh, looks like in response to this sort of this earthly king who has who's trying to um, who's trying to act as though he is the Lord and king over all. And so you have the one hypothesis, which is the, the you know, the first group of people who die in their innocence, refusing to participate in this, a kind of passive uh, pacifist response to it. And then you'll also see the, the opposite response to it with Mattathias, his sons, these guys, the Hasidians, uh, who are the which translates from Hebrew, the, the pious ones. Um, who have become sort of, um, you know, sort of, uh, have become uh, more radicalized and are willing to engage in violence in response to this. Um, and so seeing this affront to the Sabbath, they are, they're, they're going to go and now um, they're going to try and drive out the people in this revolutionary effort to drive out the Seleucid Empire uh, from Jerusalem. Um, it's it's significant here to note the inversion that we'll see in Acts here, because um, this whole idea of the Seleucid army taking advantage of faithfulness to the Sabbath day in order to drive out, in order to drive out people who are actually faithful to God um, is sort of imitated in a perverse parody of it in Acts, where you have um, Paul and Silas going to synagogues in Greece um, and as they go in there on the Sabbath day again um, and are proclaiming the, the gospel, um, they are being driven out by people who um, by by their, their fellow Jewish men uh, who are driving them from town to town to town, driving them out into hiding. Um, and the, the lectionary pairs these lessons to make it make us realize that, you know, as the as the sort of pagan army drove out the faithful Jews from Jerusalem who refused to violate the law of God. Um, so. Now, these Jewish men from the synagogues of Greece are now driving out Paul and Silas. Um, and so there's this kind of um, mutation of that sense of faithfulness, such that in trying to preserve righteousness and to drive out error and heresy, um, these men of the synagogue are actually driving out the gospel of their Messiah, the, the long-awaited Messiah. And so there's a kind of sad irony to that. And it's uh, significant to us, I think, to, to bear witness to how this can happen, that um, in our sometimes in our in our you know our, our notions of what it means to exalt God as above all, um, we can sometimes be so zealous to um, to to you know serve and obey God as King over all that we actually miss ways that He is communicating to us, and actually we can get so um, we can cultivate such a sense of righteousness um, that um, that it sort of closes in on us, and we actually uh, miss real righteousness, opportunities for real righteousness. Um, this is a well-established, um, unfortunate tendency in religious practice is that we can be so religious that we actually miss out on faithfulness um, when it's called, when we're called, when, when it is called upon us. So it's, it's, it's why we keep continue to come back to be refreshed by the, the scriptures, by our prayer as a community, 
because only in that do we have a do we can we come back to see clearly again to be given new eyes to see and a new heart to perceive um, the meaning of what the the world around us uh, is um, and to you know not so get so enclosed in a in a way of, of of exercising faithfulness that we we miss out on opportunities to actually serve God. So, a couple thoughts for tonight. Turning now to our intercession on page 590. Let us pray. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. With the light of thy gospel, shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining in tonight. And thanks to Barbara and Rochelle, my co-leaders tonight. Hope you have a wonderful evening. Thank, Thank you, Father Aiden. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you. Have a good evening, everyone.